handle the truth. Welcome back, everybody. This is Thomas Free Me. This is Thursday night. Get right. And my guest co-host tonight is Mr. Dion Riggin L. Of course, Mr. Demetrius got called into work and he could not make it tonight, so he will be greatly missed. But I promise you, this is a great fill-in for his wonderful shoes, Mr. Dion Riggin L. Um, first, before we get started, let me just say my blessings for everybody. Happy, you know, Happy New Year. Uh, I pray that this year is kicking off right for you. I know that it's we're still in these tumultuous times, so I, I give my blessings to those that are out there fighting for food, fighting for shelter, fighting to escape any demons that they are. Um, we're here for you. That's what a lot of these conversations deal with. And, uh, you know, many prayers out to you guys for, for tonight's show. So introducing Mr. Dion, man, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well, man, considering, you know, it's a new year. Ready to, ready to move forward, man, to some new greater things in life. Amen. Amen. So for the listeners, explain, because they see Demetrius uh, Knuckles eel, and then they see Mr. Dion Riggin eel. So what is his, the significance of the, the eel on the end of the name? Well, you know, um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a Moorish American, so uh, we, we have titles surnames such as eels and bays and um you know uh they, they usually say in the more science temple of america that the eels are creators and the bays are governors so um when i when i proclaim my nationality i took on the attribute of the eel because you know considering my uh my characteristics you know what i'm saying i like to make things happen you know i like to create things so uh, I'm, I'm more of a person that get out and go out and, you know, make things happen. And uh, that's how I took on the eel. So with the brother Knuckles eel, with him taking on that attribute as being an eel as well, you know, he, he shows some of the same characteristics that I show as a go as a person that get out and make things creative. And, and, and when you when you come across a brother with a bay, you know, they say the bays are governors, you know, and a bay is a, a person that can govern a situation. So if I created it and I, I'm affiliated with a, a, a brother with, with a bay on the back of his name, you know, it's just a surname and that, but usually bays are people that kind of govern situations and eels are people that kind of create situations. Not a situation, but you know. And well, any know. situation, yeah, I know. Yeah, great. Thank you for, for, uh, for breaking that down. So, Tonight, I brought you specifically on, Mr. Dion. I've been trying to get you on for a while. Um, one, because you're a wealth of information. Two, you're plugged into a lot of what's going on up there in the Michigan area, things of that nature. You're plugged into a lot of great people. And three, um, just because I, I, I've met you in person when I came up to Michigan, and your aura, your your ambiance, just your spirit um, is, is one of a... Uh, comfort and 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 love, you know. So, um, I want I want to introduce, you know, the world to you as well because you're you're a positive role model from what I've been seeing and following, and and you're somebody that needs to have their voice heard. So, 
the title of tonight's show is is a voice for the voiceless you know because mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about miss susan brown you're going to introduce uh introduce my listeners to who she is this wonderful soldier of a woman and then we're going to be talking a little bit about Tamujin, who definitely needs his voice heard and what's going on up there so if you will mr dion please break down who is susan brown Oh man, Susan Brown is a uh, is a gift from God, man. That's what Susan Brown is. She's a uh, she's a mother. Uh, she's a uh, even in even in her condition, she where she's at, she's a provider. You know, uh, she's a, a renowned artist, worldwide artist. You know, she's um man. Susan Brown is just is 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 a, is a magnificent woman, man. She's a, a a person who has um embraced herself and embraced you know the qualities of life, you know, considering her condition. I'm gonna keep saying considering her condition because she's incarcerated, and um throughout her incarceration, she has helped a lot of people out, you know, you know, uh, find themselves through her art and and, and through her her uh her mentorship and her counseling that she do where she's at. So um Miss Susan Brown is a real real powerful sister. Somebody that that that, that needs to be out in society. Mm. You know what I love about you Dion? Just like I said from the beginning. Man, you said 15 positive things about this person without even saying that she's incarcerated or anything like that first. You dig what I'm saying? And that's why I mess with cats like you, because you didn't even start off letting the people know that she's incarcerated. You started off letting us know who Susan Brown is and the fact that that this wonderful person is is incarcerated. So why is she incarcerated? Uh, If if I had to put it in a nutshell, man, I would say she was uh, 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 a product of the system, man. Just another another way of getting some money out of the system, you know. She was um, you know, I, I know she wouldn't mind me telling her story because I usually, you know, let people tell their own stories, but I know her story. So um, she was she was in a relationship. She was married, and um, her and her her and her husband was going through some 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 issues, and they was about to get a divorce. And and within that time of them separating, she met somebody else. And the person that she met, you know, they got close and intimate and everything. And she was, she got, she got pregnant by that person. So her husband at the time, you know, I guess he was envious, jealous, or whatever you want to call it, man. He was a, uh, she always used to tell me that he was kind of more of an, uh, an aggressive uh, husband, you know, not so much as abusing her physically, but abusing her mentally, you know, tearing her down, you know, making her feel that she's less than who she was. So when they separated and she got in, she got pregnant by another another male, uh, he felt some kind of way. So he attacked her and uh, he attacked her and he raped her. And, and in the process of that happening to her, uh, some kind of way, uh, he stabbed her in the stomach and she wound up getting a, getting a weapon and, 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 and uh, defend herself in a sense. And she stabbed him, and in the process of that, um, he lost his life. And uh, they prosecuted her for uh, for murder. Mm. So uh, her first trial, her first trial was going well, and it, it it came to a hung jury 
And then she had another trial. And at that trial, they offered her 20 years in prison. And she didn't want to take no plea because she felt that she was defending herself in that situation. So she didn't take the plea. So you know how that go when you don't take a plea and you go to court and she went to trial and she got found guilty. And once she got found guilty, uh, they gave her a 20 year uh, plea. She didn't take that. So they wind up giving her life in prison. So that's what she's serving now, a life in prison uh, term. But uh, things are looking up for the sister. I can say that things are looking up. She's been incarcerated past the time that they offered her. She is going on 22 years now. And uh, the sister is still maintaining, you know, her, 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 uh, her dignity, plea. her dignity. Yeah, she was defending herself. She was defending right. herself, you know. Yeah, no question. So this is, this was just a crime of passion. This is something that, man, listen, I've been in those situations toxic like that to where you just get so fed up with the situation, so fed up with the individual. I lost your picture, brother. I'm, 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 I'm coming back. So, so fed up with the individual that you, you, you know, things just turn deadly. So he stabbed her in the belly and she, he raped, he raped her and then he stabbed her. And, um, you know, and, and once that happened, you know, the, however the altercation, you know, escalated, she wound up getting a, getting a weapon and, and, and uh, uh, you know, using it on him. And she you was know. pregnant. And she was pregnant. Now, the ironic thing about that brother, man, is, you know, her, 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 her that sister's, uh, I don't like to call it a story because it's not a story. It's, it's definitely facts. You know what I'm saying? Her truth, her facts is that to this day, you know, she, she had the baby. She had her son. You know, she had her son. And I don't really know the circumstances of her son's and her father's relationship, you know, her baby. I was going to ask mother, that. Her, yeah. I don't know. The relationship. I never asked that because, you know, when you, when you're dealing with people, man, you don't want to dig all off until they pass and dig all up into their personal lives and stuff like right. that. You know, you sometimes some things just need to be untold, unsaid until she, until she decides to say that. But I do know one thing that she has been in contact with her son and, she also has uh, two daughters, and the two daughters are the children of her husband. You know, so she had to she had to go through a lot with them as mm. well. You know, with the with the with the with the mental anguish and all that 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 probably occurred with her and her children. You know, it took some years for her to get back in tune with her children, but I could definitely say that her children, her son, and her daughters. Are definitely in her corner and they definitely is out here you know you know advocating for their mother man that's tough man that's that's a tough situation for any human being to be in man i have a comment from miss uh, uh miss linda Ma uh, mary miller that says she simply defended her life and the life of her child she was eight months pregnant so she was eight months pregnant i mean obviously the man stabbing her in the belly in the whole situation is is a jealous rage you know what i mean yeah but yeah. yet they still and not once but twice they found this this woman guilty of murder right yeah but you know i i look at the 
you know, you got to blame some of this on the judicial system, man, because it was designed, you know, for them. They had to close the case. Somebody had to go to prison. You know, I'm quite sure if he would have, if, if she would have stabbed him, and he would have uh, survived that. He'd be in prison. You know, they would they somebody had to go to prison for something. So, um, for her defending herself and, and, and you know, and for her, um, you know, defend just by her defending herself and being going through a, re, a relationship, a marriage that was abusive. You know, I talked to Susan today, man, and it's ironic that we're talking about this, uh, you know, this abuse, man. You know, just the other day, man, I was driving and I pulled up to this car and I didn't park exactly right up on the car, I, like parked like half halfway past the, before the car and it was this young girl sitting in the car she had to be about 23 years old or so and she was looking in the mirror so i'm thinking to myself i'm like what is she looking at i'm thinking she's looking at me but she's looking at herself so i pull up so when i pull up you know to, to be on to be on the on her driver's side the passenger was another young man and he just started pounding on her bro he just started pounding on her, hitting her Hitting her, and I'm looking at this, right? And I'm I'm getting I'm 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 looking at this like what is this really happening in front of me? So I'm looking at him and I rolled the window down and he rolled his window down and I just told the brother, I said, brother, it ain't that, you know, if you gotta do something like that to a woman, man, you don't need to be around. You you, you should just let her go, let her be. You know, and his comment to me was, you know, it's not none of my business. I don't know, I don't know what she did to him. And I understand it with none of my business, but when you put your hands on a, a sister or even a woman in general, you know what I'm saying? You know, that came from somewhere, you know, that came from somewhere that came from him being raised around his father, or somebody, a male to his family that came from somewhere for him to put his hands on a woman, you know, and, and, and that, and, and we really got to look at that. That's what I was talking to Susan about today, man. This, this domestic violence, man can have people going or or, or or rape, you know what I'm saying? So far as, you know, looking at how young they was, you know what I'm saying? And, and she, and I wanted so bad to uh, tell her she just need to get away from him, you know, but that's not my place. Like I say, I don't like getting in people's business, but it was right in front of me. So I had to, you know, say something. Well, and I'm a firm believer that things are delivered to, to us for specific reasons. You know what I mean? And, and, I'm always going to, from from this point on, moving, you know, is 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 do what I feel is right. But I've always been an advocate for for that there, and I'll be the first one to admit, you know, I've been in some toxic relationships, Dion, you know, and mm. I don't consider myself a woman abuser, but I have been in situations where I've defended myself. Have I punched them or beat them? Absolutely no, but there have been situations where this woman would not stop putting her hands on me. You know what I mean? And I've grabbed them and put them up against the wall to let them know, like, I'm a man now, you know, and, and mm. enough is enough, you know, and you're but that right. Comes from there. You know, you got to look at that. You got to analyze that, you know, man, you got to, you got to know where that come from, you know? So, so like, I've been in some toxic relationships as well, you know, and I never put my hand on a woman, but I done tore up a lot of stuff, man. I done broke windows. I done, I done slammed tables. I didn't punch holes in the wall. You know what I'm saying? I done did all that, but it came from, you know, not me not knowing how to deal with that kind of right. that negative. You know what I'm saying? When that energy hits you, 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 you go off of impulse. You don't, you don't stop to think what you are doing. So a lot of, a lot of men as well as women, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, and I learned in my years, you know, I didn't, I didn't spend a lot of money on putting, 
new doors up, spend a lot of money on buying new glass tables and lamps and stuff, the stuff that I tow up, you know, and um, and come to realize that it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Sometimes, you know, to de de-escalate de a situation, you know, a lot of people might not, you know, trust and believe what I say, but sometimes, man, you just got to you just got to stop and pray, man. You just got to stop and meditate, man. You just got to, you know, slow the ethers down, slow, slow things down. You know, once, once things slow down, then you can grip, you can get a grip on yourself. You know, you can't get a grip on yourself if the energy is just going and it's just continually going. You can't get a grip on yourself. So it's either one person got to walk away, after somebody got to be the bigger person and walk away, or somebody got to be the bigger person and just shut it down. Period. You know, just pray for it. You know, and meditate on it and get away from it. And get you away know, from it. You know, and yeah. that's and that's the thing is is like you said, brother, is is self awareness. You know, me, I've always had an issue with with flash anger. I never, I never, uh, distribute. You know, displayed anger until I exploded. You know what I mean? Mm. And and I would just suck it up, suck it up, hold it in, hold it in, hold it in, and then it would be the most minute thing. You know what I mean? And it would be just be on a day where everything was just wearing down on me. And the most minute thing would just pom, snap me, you know, and my temper would be just gone. And it was understanding these things about me, understanding my own toxicities, one by uh, uh, agreeing with the fact that I, I am and was toxic. You know, mm -hmm. that's the first that's the first thing that we have to do is is understand and understand then how we are contributing to this toxic situation because it takes two people to make toxicity no you know doubt. what i mean it takes two it takes two elements to make it to make a toxin so it's it's knowing that how am i contributing to this toxic situation you know mm. and and we all do this like in 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 the instance that you say with miss susan brown you know what i mean starting she was ready to go on with her life and she has every right to but this man obviously wasn't and and recognizing that the, that could have created a high toxic situation you know what i mean but we don't think about these things in in that situation I'm, i have a family member in the same the same what just went through the same predicament and it could have turned ugly right and and he was in the middle of a divorce and he moved his new girlfriend into the house with his his still wife, children of 25 years. You know what I mean? Sectioned off the house, got his girlfriend living in the house with him. And so it's, it's ego, brother. We get into these egoic moments where we just don't care about anything but ourselves. And that creates such a toxic environment around us to who knows where that will lead. Or end up. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know when, when it's when when it's children involved as well, man. You know, um, I can remember when I was young, man, when I was a young boy, and uh and my 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 father used to my father used to hit my mother. I seen my father hit my mother, and I seen I seen and I and, and as I grew up, I didn't understand why my father would put his hands on my mother, but when I got older and and into and, and, and my teens. And me being around my mother, you know what I'm saying? And, and she used to tell me stories about how my father used to, you know, go out all night and hang out at the after hour joint. And, you know, uh, if we needed some shoes or something, he would, he, would, he would downplay us. You know what I'm saying? He would downplay his children to gratify the street. 
You know what I'm saying? He was more about the street than he was about his family. So that caused my mother to, 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 to approach him in, in a different way. You know what I'm saying? He might have been like, you know, to, to some men, it might be he, she was nagging, you know, and she would nag to him and nag him about this and nag him about that and nag him about this and nag him about that to the point where he, like you say, he to the point where, you know, either go somewhere or, or you know, and, and his only resort was to, to resort to that violence, you know what I'm saying, from her nagging him and saying, you need to do this and you need to do that. So, when she, when he reached a certain point, like you said, he reached a boiling point. It's like a volcano. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just, it's just the, 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 the it's just, it's just building up. You know, the, it's a the, snowball. The, the, yeah, that just keeps going. So it erupts, and once it erupts, then you, you know, and, and, and you know, this is, is, is once you get off into something, once you start it, it's hard to stop. You know what I'm saying? And because you're not, you're not thinking at that point. You just, you raging. You That's know, right. and um, and once you in a rage state of mind. You know, you, 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 sometimes people say they don't know what they did, you know, and it's, it'd be true. Some people say, I don't know what I did. I don't know how that happened because I, I blanked out, you know, and when you blank out, it's just, you know, and you come to and you see what happened, you know, but to make, to make everything peaceful with that, my mother and my father, they, they, they grew together. You know what I'm saying? They, they got a divorce. They, they, they handled their differences and I got a wonderful father and I got a wonderful mother. You know, they're not here now, but you know, I seen them come together from the times that me growing up, you know what I'm saying? Instead of when I was younger, you know? And, um, but I definitely would never put my hands on my wife or, or another woman, you know what I'm saying? For the simple fact, because I seen how my father put his hands on my mother, you know what I'm saying? That just wouldn't, that just wasn't normal for me to see something like that. You know what I'm saying? And my father, you know, I seen my mother crying, you know, I'm quite sure people seen their, their family members, their mothers crying. You know, and, and, and still standing that and still standing that relationship. You know what I'm saying? Trying to make it work. You know, that's some of the stuff that I don't get. Why you why are you trying to make it work when it's not working? You're gonna you gonna you'll walk around with a with sunglasses on with a black eye, and, and then you know, he tell you this and he tell you that he ain't gonna do it no more, he ain't gonna do it, that's it. And then three months down the line, here it is you got another black eye, you know. So Well, because that's what I was gonna say before, like you know, when you grow up in that type of element, right, you, you, you start to think that that is love. You start to think that that is attention. This, this, this MF got to love me because look how much passion he got. He beats my ass. That means he loves me, right? Because why would he, why would, if he didn't love me and, and he didn't get so mad at the stupid things I did, why would he beat my ass? You see what I'm saying? So we get into this. Yeah. And because like you say, we've seen our parents do it. We see people, other people do it. We see them. We just watched the UFC uh, founder, uh, Dana, you know, slapping his wife again. Like he said, you know, she attacked him first. She was obviously drunk out of control, attacked him several times. And he slapped her two, three times and grabbed a hold of her. You know, and it's like he said, listen, we've been together since we were 12 years old. You know what I mean? We've been through things. It's not like that. this is just some, some woman that I just picked up and I'm smacking her around or nothing. Like, we right. go through right. things. So let me ask you, D, before we switch. What, in your opinion, my wise brother, is the number one crux in the poor community when it comes to stress? What is the biggest stress factor? Why are we arguing with each other so much in the poor community? 
man. Oh, man, it's a lot, you know, it's a lot of lacking, you know what I'm saying? It's lack. It's, it's you know, you don't have the proper, you know, you don't have the proper, uh, in that environment, man, in, in the hood, you don't have the proper, you don't have, a, it's a setting, the proper setting, you you know, it's just a, a bold looking setting. You have not, you lacking, you know what I'm saying? You lacking, you lacking, um, the neighbors, you know what I'm saying? The people that, that your next door neighbor, you know what I'm saying? You lacking communication with your with the people that you live on the block with. You know, you got people that stay on this block that's fighting people that's around the corner, you know. So it's a lot of lack, man. It's a lot of depriving, you know what I'm saying? People people see you with something that they wish they can have, you know, and they can't afford it. So, you know, they deprive you from it and they want to take it from you. It's a lot of that. And and our children, you know. You know, the, the, the horrible thing about it is, man, in these neighborhoods and some of these neighborhoods, man, where we as as uh, as our uh, parents, young parents, you know, what I'm saying, because I don't know how the older parents do. I just see a lot of young, young people doing it. You know what I'm saying? They they out exposing their children to things that they shouldn't expose their children to. You know what I'm saying? In an environment that's not is uh, that's an unhealthy. You know, you walking around drinking, you walking around smoking, you know, and then eventually your child, you know, you walking around with the with the gun sitting on the on the on the dining room table, you know, eventually your children, they see this, you know what I'm saying? They're observing all of this, you know what I'm saying? So when you're not around, what you think your children is what you think they're doing? You know what I'm saying? They they they're mimicking you. You know, even at a young age, your children is mimicking you. They only doing what they see you do. And they're not gonna do it in front of you because they already gonna know you're gonna have you gonna you're gonna feel a certain kind of way about that. You know, you don't do this, you don't do that. But as soon as they get a chance to go off on their own and do it, they're doing it amongst themselves, the children are, you know, in the communities. And and, and it's 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 an age range that the children do this in. You know what I'm saying? You might get a five-year-old that be cursing like he been, he been like he he was he was that's his vocabulary. Where is he get where is he learning this stuff from? Right. You know, and then they get to a certain age, then they start acting certain things out, man. You know, and that's that, that's the biggest thing in our communities, man. And these and these uh, deprived communities is lacking the leadership of uh, the people that can help. You know, because we know everywhere you go, there's a ghetto. Everywhere you go in this United States, there's a ghetto. Everywhere you know, in the world. Every, so it's 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 a, it's, it's an upper class as well. You know what I'm saying? You're not gonna mix. You're not gonna mingle the two together. And I think that's what needs to happen. You know what I'm saying? You, some of these children that's that 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 that's privileged need to go to the hood and and befriend some of these some of these children. You know what I'm saying? And let them know that this it, it can get better. You know. And some children, you know, when they get a certain age, they want to be the ones that to get their family out of the, out of the dump. <laughs> you know, they play the basketball. They want to do the football. They want to rap. Whatever they can do to get their family from out of the ghetto, that's what they do, man. And you know, it's just lacking, man. We don't we don't have a lot a lot of resources to help to help that that community those communities out. You know, I'm giggling because it just when you said that, the thought I, I just pictured in my mind, you know, uh, upper class America cringing when you're talking about their their children going down and befriending children in the poor community they're like what oh my god no are you crazy i don't want my child to go to prison you know what i mean or become a drug addict look at those people you but know, you know what that's the problem but, but you know what bro it is you know those children that's that that's privileged you know what they can't wait to do they can't wait to go to the hood 
You know, they can't wait to get away from where they living at to get down in the hood to be around that kind of environment. You know, when I was younger, man, we used to go out to uh, 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 uh when I was dating, I was about several seventeen or so. You know, we we like to get the, 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 the uh the upper privileged females. You know what I'm saying? And bring them to the hood and drive their car around. You know what I'm saying? And spend their money. You know, and that made them feel some kind of way. You know, that made them feel accepted that they accepted in the hood. You know what I'm saying? But in a sense, my mind should have been like, I need to be out here in Bloomfield Hill somewhere out here trying to get away from the hood. You right. know, so you got a lot of people that's in the, these young kids in the suburbs like to go to the hood and hang out in the hood that they don't know nothing about. And then when they wind up getting caught up and robbed or, you know, killed or, 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 or come up missing, then that community from the upper class want to come down to the lower class and want to know why that happened. You know what I'm saying? And that's how it go. It's, it's sad. It is, man. It's a crazy, crazy world. So let's switch on over now and talk a little bit about uh, what's going on up there with politics, the governor, the CIU. Um, for those that don't know, the CIU is a conviction integrity unit, right? And it's a unit that they build up there in in in, uh, in Michigan, dealing with the prosecutors and some individuals that have gotten out. And uh, they're supposed to be a conviction integrity unit, but <clears throat> we're finding out that some convictions are more important than others when it comes to innocence and things like that. So what what can you fill us in on what's going on with the CIU? What's going on up there in Michigan with this governor and, and the attorney general and all this? Well, as we know, they both just got reelected back in the office, you know, and, um, you know, some people feeling good about it, you know, because I talked to a lot of people that's incarcerated and they feel good about the governor being back in office. And, you know, they 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 down here screaming, go blue. You know, that means we got go blue, meaning that we we have we got the majority of the house right now. And um, the governor has uh, exonerated a few people, 12. You know, she's exonerated some people already. Her first time doing it in her in her turn, her, her second term. It's her first time ever exonerating some people, which she did. And um, but when you, when you look at how many people that's incarcerated wrongfully, you know, and, and the setups that got them there, you know, you got to really look at we, we, when you talk about the integrity unit. Man, I look at the integrity unit as, you know, if you could if you could compare the integrity unit to as a, a platinum artist. OK, so so you come out, an artist come out with a single and and, and, and uh, he don't have an album, but he got a single. So that single that single made a good hit. You know what I'm saying? So they 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 looking all the all the all the all producers and everybody is looking at that is looking at that person. So they take that person and say we're gonna give you an album. So when they give that person an album, that's like the integrity unit working more on their case than they would anybody else's case. For everybody else that signed up to that label, they put them on the shelf. You know, so we got we got we got tons of individuals, innocent people that the integrity unit have taken on their case. But they put it on the shelf. You know what I'm saying? They put it, they put it on the on the shelf until they can get to it. You know, and and, and I don't understand if 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 you could prove if I could prove my innocence, why should I still have to continue to be in prison? 
if I, if y'all already know that y'all got evidence of, you know, y'all working on my case, y'all already know that y'all got evidence that I'm, that I'm, that I'm innocent on certain situations. Why am I still in prison? Why, why you still got me sitting on the shelf? You know, and that's a question that I keep asking myself, man, because it's a lot of individuals that, that I speak to that's, that's, um, and that's, uh, part of the CIU that's in the CIU and they tell me that they say that they can't get to everybody at once. You know what I'm saying? So if they but, can't but get how, to everybody- how, but, but how are they not like your, your nephew, for example, which, you know, uh, uh, people can go back in and, and check out, you know, the shows that we've done, you know, 40 years now, I believe, right? 20, 22 years, 22, 22 years, years. Tamujin's 37 years. Uh, how come mm-hmm. these individuals that have these length of time, aren't being first but but let me say this man my nephew was not my nephew was not innocent my no he's not well, he's not innocent no but but with with your nephew he's innocent of murder right no doubt no so doubt. so it's all the same it's just like i have a, a gentleman lawyer johnson down here right same instance he was even found not guilty of brandishing or holding or having anything to do with any kind of weapon but yet He's still in for felony murder mm. for life. So it's the yeah. same. And that's what I mean with your, with your nephew is, is no, he was commit. He was guilty of the robbery, right? No question, but he was not guilty of murder, nor did he have any plans to murder anybody, nor was he expecting anybody to be murdered. Yeah. But you know, when you look at, when you look at certain States, man, like you were just speaking on, you know, certain States, uh, they got to keep a certain amount of population of people that's in prison. You know what I'm saying? They got to. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it's a, you know, because it's, 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 a, it's a financial uh, game at that point for the government. You know what I'm saying? To keep things for other, I'm not going to even say for the government. I'm not, I'm not even going to say it's a financial game for the government. It's a financial game for other entities that provide services to the, the prison, you know? Just last year alone, man, I spent on the phone. I spent three thousand six hundred and twenty-five dollars on the phone. You know, just by having a fifteen-minute phone calls. You know, uh, before before um, some people send uh, their loved ones uh, care packages. You know what I'm saying for them to get care packages. You know, mm-hmm. the food that they sell at the that they selling that that the prisoners get for the care package you can go to the Kroger's and everything or you go to the dollar store and get those same items man you go yeah. to the dollar store and get noodles and, and whatever they, you know how to you know the canteen that they have in prison 35 35 percent markup is what they're allowed to mark up on their items in there 35 percent mm-hmm. so it's it's all it's all it's all money but then when they look at you know when you look at the individual of being incarcerated, you know, uh, you're not looking at it. You're not really looking at a, 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 a they're not considered human. You know what I'm saying? They're not, they consider it a number. You know what I'm saying? So when you, when they got it, they tally these numbers up. So when you go, you know how that go, when you go to prison, you no longer, I'm no longer Deion Regan Neal. I'm two, three, seven, three, nine, nine, nine. That's that. They're not going to call my name. They're going to call that number. That's right. You know, so, so when, when, when you got all these tallied up numbers, man, that means something, you know, and then, you know, I, you know, it's just a, I'm praying brother that, 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 that this, this, this cycle go around with this, this uh, mass incarceration throughout the world, even here in Michigan, because Michigan is a prison state. 
you know, uh, they got some prisons that they had in some communities where the, where the, the people in the community was getting mad because they was closing the prison down. You know, saying so they got mad about it. You know, they got they got upset because they could no longer operate that that institution. And, and the people that's in the communities was the people that was working in that institution. So now they didn't have to fire them. Or they got to find another field to work. Well, at not and, not only that, but you for the listener, right? Understand that a prison population counts towards that town's census, right? Yes, it sir. counts towards yes, that town's population. So a town that has nobody in it, this is why so many of these prisons are in these towns, because they run these cities, they run these towns, everybody works there. You either work at the prison or the paper mill or the oil refinery, but you're working at one of those three because that's the only place to work. You know what yep. I mean? So though the prison population counts towards whatever city town that's in and allows that city town to then get federal funding for that population. So there's so, like you say, there's so much monetary gain that goes into the prison industrial system, all at the taxpayer's expense. When they sit here and they say that a dollar is taxed three and four times, I mean, that is literal, right? We are taxed as taxpayers many times over, you know, which goes into... Uh-huh. So, so then when you talk about this, the CIU units, you know, they're not they're not trying to let nobody out of prison because they they still getting some money from that individual. That's just my thought. I don't I don't know if, it's, if there's any truth to that or not. But, you know, if you got individuals, just look at this scenario. Just say I, 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 comm- I, I got accused of committing a crime. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time of my crime, the, my arresting officer uh, left out some evidence. He didn't put it in the jacket. And I done did 13 years in prison. So now I'm going through all my court files and everything. And I found out that when I got my police report, it page 13 is missing. You know what I'm saying? But page 13 got all my the information on it to get me free. So now I put in, I put it into the integrity unit, and they 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 said they're gonna take my case. So they find page 13. So when they find page 13 at that point, I shouldn't be in prison no more. So the, 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 the logical thing to do would be, you know, they got, they can put me, I can go to house arrest, you know what I'm saying? They can put me on house arrest. You know, they can put me in another facility that's that's uh, not in prison, you know, a, a, a group home. You know, they, they, they can make resources for those individuals that's incarcerated that can show they're innocent to be back out here. You know, they do that to people that when they put them on parole, they give them these big old tellers and, 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 and uh, 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 the things that they can track them and everything. You know what I'm saying? When I'm on parole, I'm getting tracked. So if I'm innocent, why can't I have the same privilege of being out in society when y'all got when y'all got the evidence that I'm that I'm not guilty of the, of the things that y'all accuse me of? You know, so it's it's just a lot that that needs to be addressed. But when you get to talking to people, certain people just don't want to talk about it. They say they're you know down in Michigan, uh, Kim Worthy, that's the, the head prosecutor. Uh, she 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 may you know I don't know I didn't heard people say that she don't want to be bullied she don't want to be rushed to getting people out of prison that she didn't allow to get put in prison you know so she feel like when, when you start talking about why this and why that that we're bullying her to to, to make her move a certain way the same with the, the attorney general 
You know, she don't want to she don't want to feel like she's being bullied by releasing people from prison. And that's crazy. That is crazy. And, and, and what's even more crazy, what I don't understand, is that when we find the corruptness in, 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 in each of these cases, right, and these cases get overturned, they never investigate the individuals where the corruptness came from. It's just like, okay, we agree that this was corrupt. You can get out of prison now. And then they just move on to the next case. They never go say to or hold anybody accountable for that corruptness. And a lot of these individuals are still in powerful positions. Why? How come we're not holding these people accountable when they're found to be corrupt? Because they got some kind of, man, I, I don't know what it is, man, you know, or the, the judicial system, the justice system, the, the bar association, I don't know, they got, it's, it's a whole nother form of, uh, 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 I, don't, I don't even know what you want to call favor, man. I, I guess it's just favor, man, because I know how how can I take your how can I arrest you and and and, and take away evidence that's gonna get you out and then when that evidence come back that they're showing that 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 that, that individual hid that evidence and nothing happens to that individual and it's still a murderer out here you know what I'm saying how that happened I mean you know the people just for the general public need to look at that you know what I'm saying how is it that I could get set up go to prison get out of prison, the person that set me up don't go to prison, and then there's still an open case of murder being out there because you set me up for this murder that I didn't do. So who did the murder? So do y'all stop looking for that person at that point? What happens? That's it. They just just shut it down. They figure that, you know what, you guys got what you wanted. He's out of prison. That's it. You know? uh, know, It's it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that, man. You You know, for people like you and I, man, you know, that want that want, you know, we, we, we both know that, uh, you know, we, society is going to be society, man. You got people out here that got mental issues. You got people out here that, that ain't all put together in the head. You got people out here that's forced to do certain things because they feel that they got to, they can't, they can't take care of their family the right, the way they, they supposed to. So they go out here and commit crimes, you know? So it, it, it basically goes back to, you know, what. Uh, you know, we know people going to do some wrong. We know people going to do some crimes. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just about when those situations happen, how do we prevent that? And you basically said it at the beginning, man, what needs to be done in these these communities that's lacking. You know, they leave. The, and it, it seems like it's all by design. You know, they, they, let, they let us do everything in the hood until they boil over, until they want to come round everybody up. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy, man. It's well, just, that's, you know, well, that's that's it. That's it. Exactly. Because when they come and they kick open my door, D, right, and they arrest me, they want me to tell on every motherfucking body. Part right. of my French. But they want me to they want me to take down. They want me to go all the way to Noriega. You know what I mean? <laughs> but when it comes to them, it's it's mums is the word. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like a cult. They're protected by some kind of code, you know. Just like I was just gonna say, Miss Mama Mama Deidre, right, says absolutely qualified immunity protects police and prosecutors from prosecution. And that's that's the whole point. And what I'm trying to go after is these prosecutors, right? D, when you charge me with 15 charges, right? And I get found not guilty on any one of those charges. I get to come back at you now because you've slandered me. And who knows how you've ruined my life 
with this mm. slanderous charge that you've brought to me, right? And what that's going to do is make that prosecutor think twice about whether they have enough evidence or not to charge me. You better, listen, if you charge me now, you better know what it what it is and you better be able to prove it. Again, because that's how I'm held accountable in prison. I just can't run around and tell somebody, man, that dude stole my stuff and we're just going to go jump him. No, nah, what right. do you mean he stole your stuff? How can you prove he stole your stuff? Mm-hmm. So if I'm held to that standard in life, then our prosecutors need to be held to that standard too. If you say that I I murdered somebody and I did all of these uh, acts within that, you have to prove all of that because that's what they do. They'll hit us with 15 charges and keep us in the county jail on a dollars $250,000 bond, right, for six months with not even talking to your attorney or just sitting in there, not knowing what's going on. And we're just sitting in there on this astronomical bail. They may bring us in for a bail reduction and bring it down from 250 to 100,000. You know what I mean? And they always, you know what they do? They always know that if, if a person, if a person is out here living a living a living a, a a productive life let's say and you get set up or you get caught up in some mess now you done lost your job you know you ain't getting your job back you know your integrity is is going to be looked at it and you know people are going to start doubting it and they maybe he did do it or maybe you know because they're going to they're going to paint a picture of you you know once they paint that picture then then people going to start looking at you in that way you know and then when they can't prove it and they just put you in the county jail and you can't bail yourself out you know it falls back on the taxpayers, man. You know, and, and that's one thing that I'm, I'm, I really don't understand. How can, you know, how, and, it, and this applies to me too, but I got a problem with it. You know, how can I continue to, you know, these people taking money out of my check every week, you know, and it's significant. The more money you make, the more money you make, the more money they, they tax you for. You know what I'm saying? So they taking my money. And they putting it towards stuff that I don't want to even invest it in. You know, if, if, I, if I'm paying my taxes for, for individuals that's in prison, you know, why, why aren't they getting the best adequate care that they're supposed to get if they taking money out my my check? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and millions of other people's paychecks. You know what I'm saying? It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be no kind of condition for anybody that's incarcerated to be going through what they're going through if they're getting billions of dollars from taxpayers paying for them to be there. And where's that money go? Where's all the money to go that that leaves your check? Where does that money go? We don't even know. I wish I knew, bro. Where does it go? It's not going back into our school system, like they say, right? It's not going back into into prison reform. It's not going into no programs. Where does the money go? All I see is billions and billions and billions of dollars going to Ukraine. Did you agree Mm. with that? Yes, sir. Hey, and you know, and you know, at one point in time, man, uh, they was building prisons like, 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 like projects. Bush. You know what I'm saying? They was building prisons like projects because prison at one time was a billion. It still is a, a good. It's a, it still is a, a, a industry that's making money, but it's it's been windowed down a little bit. But you know, back in the in the 90s and the early 80s, when they was having private prisons, you know what I'm saying? It was they was taking people and, and putting them on a private on, and taking them down to uh. To some land down in in, 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 in in where the fields is at and building private prisons, you know what I'm saying? Keeping people in the barns. That was the bushes. So, 
And you know why the Bushes were building prisons like that? Because they had a lot of uh, industrial uh, uh, merchandise mm. within the prisons. They, the Bushes own, at one time, I don't know if they still do, but the Keefe Company, right? Mm. Bushes owned the Keefe Company, and Keefe was huge inside of the prisons. That's the coffee. That's a whole lot of stuff. So yeah. you have these individuals that have the power to create opportunities for themselves to reap in billions and billions of dollars. And that's what our our politicians are doing is they're getting in there and they're creating laws that benefit their pockets. Right. This is how Nancy Pelosi is almost worth a billion dollars. How much I think her, she's worth like a hundred and some million dollars, $250 million or something like that. And her mm-hmm. salary is, is a hundred and some thousand dollars a year. I think two twenty five a year. How do you get a hundred and some million dollars? You got her. You got you got Nancy Pelosi, and then you got her staff. You know, you got her staff. They getting money. All of them getting money. Every last one of them. You know, so like like Miss Miss Deidre says, and and like a lot of the comments, you know, we have to make noise. We have to come together. My, thinking that. My 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 biggest thing, D, is down here in the Florida area is just trying to connect our communities, trying to, there's a lot of frustrated people. You know, when I was in with the county commissioner uh, right before new, the new year, he had asked me, what's the biggest issue coming out of the poor community? Like, what is all, what's going on? And it's like I told him, there's no hope. When you take a hope from a human being, what you get is what you see. We're animals, right? Mm-hmm. We're just, we just live animal lives. We react to what it is. We take what we want. We're creating a, bar- a barbaric society because there's no hope. And when you take that hope away, then it becomes the strong versus the weak. And that's just the story of life. I'm not going to sit here and keep eating hog guts while you're eating steak. And I know that I can come take this steak from you. You know, yeah. the, but you know what you brought? I, I mean, you know, we got to blame it on. We got to blame it on. You know, somebody got to take the blame for it. You know, so and and and, and I, I look at it like 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 this. You know, you know, it's been all designed, man. You know, well, they don't they don't come to the hood unless they got to come to the hood. You know what I'm saying? So when they when they flood the hood with the drugs, you know, these different kind of drugs that they letting people do. You know, even to the, even to legalizing marijuana, man. You know when you know me myself. I'm. I, I, it was okay to legalize it, but it got to be regulated. You know what I'm saying? Because now, if you got these children out here that can be exposed to smoking weed, and they being exposed to uh, other kind of drugs, you know they got you know the, the what they got that what they do with the fentanyl and all that, man. You know what? And 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 our society, the lawmakers allow that to happen they it's by design they allow the guns to come into our community they allow all the drugs to come into our community you know what i'm saying even though that that when, when it gets to our community it's it's, it's a choice that we're going to uh, accept it or not but right. like you just said, nine times out of ten when you're in the community and you the dope man and you 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 still tearing your community your community already tore down but you still the dope man and you still got you building a clientele and the clientele you building is killing people so it's going it's going it's just going to be a reoccurring cycle 
You know what I'm saying? Until lyrical. that dope man, until that dope man understands that he's doing the government's work. Until exactly. that dope man understands that he is he is tearing our nation apart. This is why I'll never deal poison again, right? Because I will not be part of tearing down the people who are already struggling. I will not make money off other people's misery no more in any kind of job, legal or illegal, because there's plenty of legal jobs that that these big banks utilize Americans to do the dirty work for them and you know, things of that nature, just making money off other people's misery. I don't want that kind of negativity in my life. To, even, you know, even to the music that we listen to, man, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, it's okay to rap about some things that you did uh, or the things that you that you accomplished in your life so far as being a thug and, a, and this and that, you know what I'm saying? But look who's getting paid off of that. You know, the, the, the industry is getting paid off of your, off of your, off of your, uh, off of, it's really your trauma. You know what I'm saying? It's your trauma. You know, so you you sitting out here rapping about, you know, that's how the, the, the one young brother that got on, on trial right now, uh, Young Thug, you know what young I'm saying? Thug, he's yeah. on trial right now because he's a, he, he, he got a record label and they making his record label a gang, you know what I'm saying? But the money that they done made off of him, the money they done made off this man already, these high uh, industry uh, 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 rap labels, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? They done made a lot, a ton of money off of him. You know what I'm saying? So now his time is up. So now he 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 gonna wind up going to prison for the rest of his life until the next individual step up and start rapping about the same thing. So when you rap about your life, you know that's what I don't mind people telling you know telling their story about how they got down and how they've been out here doing this and doing that. But sometimes, man, I would not use my 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 life my way of growing up to benefit my pockets by telling people. The, 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 some of the, the, the disgusting things that I did to people and some of the things that I didn't, didn't acquire in my life that's gonna, that, that ain't good. You know what I'm saying? But I know I can get paid. If I wanted to get paid off of it, I could, but it don't make no sense. Because like you said, why would I want to continue to put stuff out of it like that that's going to tear my community down? And that's all it does. That's all it does, man. And at the end of the day, D, like you, like you said earlier, man, it, it comes down to us individually our parents, you know, that like the video games, you know, they got Grand Theft Auto out there as violent as it is. I play Grand Theft Auto, but I'm an adult and the games are made for 18 and above. But yet you have 12 year olds on there more than you have anything else. Right. So who's who's responsible for that? Right. Those are the parents. How is your children ending up with these games? How is your children watching porn? How is your children on these adult apps? How is your children doing these things? How is your children getting guns? You know, how is your children doing drugs, getting marijuana? You know, it's I think one of, the, one of the people on your on your on your on your uh, made a comment that we definitely have to uh, come together and build on this, man. You know, and the more the more awareness that's come behind because everybody ain't bad, man. Everybody. Every everybody ain't out here killing people. Everybody out here ain't doing this, and everybody ain't. It's some good people out here too. And in my in my in my point of view, I think it's more good people in the world than it is bad people. You know what I'm saying? It's just the bad people that need to be a little bit influenced by some good. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know who what who what per, what a person is going through in their life to make them react and act the way they act. You know what I'm saying? So once you hit that point and and see that some some people just feel that. If I could just get a job, you know what I'm saying? If I could just work and do some and do some good, then I, I'll stop doing this. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be presented with some good. 
Amen. Well, Brother Dion, thank you for filling in for Brother Demetrius tonight. Um, as always, man, just a, another powerful Thursday night filled with wisdom, filled with wisdom, filled with love. You know, and and this is this is what it takes. It's just a community coming together, having a conversation, and and figuring out how to be better people. At the end of the day, we just have to be better people. Cut off your TVs, cut off your phones, cut off all of the crap that is consuming your time away from your family. Get plugged back into your family, right? And and take back control. That was some of the comments from Ms. Deidre, you know, take back control of your house. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Take back control of your home. Stop bringing your business, your home family business. Stop putting that crap on TikTok, on Facebook. Keep your home, your home. That is your security. That is your, that's your cave. You know what right. I mean? That's, right. that's everything. And we expose our home to the world. You know, I have social media, I got a lot of followers, but I do not expose my personal life at all. I'll expose me and my experiences. But what's going on around me? I don't expose that stuff. I'm not going to the to the restaurants taking pictures of my food, where I'm at at restaurants. I just don't do that. I'm not taking pictures of my family and and, and because that is not what social media is for. In my opinion, you know, mm -hmm. everybody has their own opinion and they utilize social media the way that they do. But at the end of the day, it's a tool. It's just a tool to make our lives a little bit easier and more efficient, but not to be utilized all day, every day to where our, our family is sitting around the dinner table, just sending tweets you know, and stuff you know, at dinner you know, table. You know, I have to say, I have to say this, man, because I went on vacation and I did take a couple of pictures and put it on social media and that for so on and stuff. But I agree with you to a certain extent, man, because, you know, my wife is like that. She's private, you know, and some people that's private don't want a lot of people knowing about what's going on in their lives that's personal. You know what I'm saying? But to the to the point of having this social media, you know, I think it, it was planned by design as well, man, because you get people jumping on here, man, and just, you know, just doing all kind of uh unimportant stuff you know what i'm saying you get people that just go live just to go live just to, just to show uh two people fighting you know what i'm saying what, what is that doing for the community you i see people you get going people live d i see people on tiktok going live with a sign they'll just stand there with a sign like this here not talking until somebody makes me laugh and they'll just sit there with this sign <laughs> and they'll have 300 viewers trying to make this person laugh so they talk this yeah. is how stupid we've become that's the blind side, man. You know how that go, man. While they got TikTok going on over here, while they distracted, well, we distracted by going live on Facebook, doing these TikToks and doing this unnecessary stuff on TikTok. That they they got a whole nother plan going on. They doing something because we we blindsided at that point. You know, we're not even paying attention. You know, so the ones that the people that that's, that's paying attention are the ones people like yourself and some of the people that's on your on your live right now. Uh, I can definitely say Deidre is woke. You know, and she's aware of on in the communities and, and things of that nature and, and, and even how to control it and fix it. You know what I'm saying? Because it all started with our children, man. I, I'm I'm not gonna keep I'm not gonna stop saying that. It it started with our children because if we if we're exposing our children to all this stuff, you know what I'm saying, what do you expect? What do you expect? 
You know, you got these babies right now to know how to take a phone and, and go straight to uh YouTube. Amen. They don't know how to, can't read, can't write, can't do none of that, but they know how to go straight to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? They know how to go straight to what they want to watch or play that game that they want to play. You know, but you give them a book. They won't know what to, to do with it. Don't even know what the hell it is. Yeah, man. So Don't even got, know what it is, D. Well, thank you, man. Thank you. I'm gonna let you get back to doing you. Um, thank you for for blessing me. For, you know, an hour of your your precious time, man, in the show. Uh, for the viewers, thank you guys as well for tuning in, and many blessings to you guys. Please stay safe in the cold weather if you're from the north. Please hand out some blankets. So, you know, just find something that you can do productive to give back to your community. Just a little bit that you do goes a long way. So until next week, Demetrius should be back on then. Um, many blessings. Please check out Mr. Dion on Facebook. I have that up on the screen so you can find him. Please look into Miss Susan Brown and how you can help her and everything that she's doing. And please be a voice for Mr. Tamujin. We need him out. This governor knows that she's supposed to let him out. The fact that she exonerated the 12 before Christmas is, it, again, to me, that's just a slap to our face. But that's another topic for another day, man. I don't want to get started on that. I love you, well, D-Mass. I just want to say, I just want to say um, for the listeners that's on this platform, man, you can follow, you can come to Free People, Free People, join the group. Uh I'll be doing my lives again. I'll be picking up my lives again after the fifteenth. You know, I, I I just wanted to get some downtime to get my thoughts together and, and get my mind right. You know, before Amen. I start jumping back on the live, man. You know, I just wanted to do that. But I really appreciate you, brother. I I, I really salute you on the things that you're doing, man. I really I really honor the stuff that you're doing, bro. You keep up the good work. Thank you, man. It's, it's brothers like you that just keep me keep me going. You know, again, it's 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 connecting. So stay safe, partner, and I, I'll catch you on the flip side. All is well. Peace. Peace.